This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You are listening to the 23 Personnel Podcast, where food and sports clash at the goal line. Here are your hosts, Spencer and Michael. everybody, welcome into another episode of the 23 Personnel Podcast. This is your instant reaction to Texas Tech falling to Baylor 27 to 24. I'm your host, Spencer, joined by Michael. Michael, what's up, man? Hey, man. I am a little bit floored and surprised that it ended up being as close as it was, uh, especially how poorly Tech was playing on offense today um, and defense, you know, they, they held their own, but man, those fourth downs are just killer. Uh, luckily they had one that they didn't allow at the end to, to at least give Garibay a chance to send it into overtime, but just a grueling game. We kind of saw coming uh, based off of their defense and what they're able to do. I mean, they sacked tech twice. They had six tackles for a loss. Um, you know, it, it's pretty stifling uh, what what they can accomplish. So, you know, doing as best I can after that, after kind of coming into the day thinking Tech's probably, you know, it's probably going to be over, but it's going to be a a slog. And then, hey, the guys worked back in it. And so then I did too. And now I, I need to like take a shower because I think I'm just sweaty <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> Yeah, so early on in the game, um, when you have those two early turnovers, you know, one on your first play of the game, uh, and then one a couple drives later, it just felt like um, the game was getting away from you. And outside of the turnovers, had your, you know, had your, your offense had been, been able to move the ball. Um, so it just felt like without those turnovers, you would have been like really into the game or maybe, you know, it, you know, keeping up with Baylor or maybe even have a lead. Um, your, your defense, like, again, did enough to, to give you a chance to win the game. Um, you know, Baylor dominated, absolutely dominated time of possession there in, in the second half. And it felt like your, your defense couldn't do anything. But when you pull back, you look like, I mean, they, they, Gave you the stop there at the end, uh, to get you the ball back. Uh, you had some unfortunate, you know, third and four, and then they'd pick up five or fourth and two and they'd pick up three. Um, or, you know, a, um, a conversion by a penalty there. I mean, so, you know, as, as much as you said, like they, they gave you a shot to win, it's not, you know, it wasn't perfect. It wasn't pretty. Um, your offense. I mean, for the most part, it felt like they were able to, to move the ball. Um, Baylor, it just, just Baylor played keep away, especially in the second half. Um, you know, going into halftime, they probably felt the same thing about the Tech Tech offense. Like they were able, we were able to move the ball through the air. Uh, I mean, Smith wasn't as accurate as we saw against Iowa State. He was still throwing behind some guys. 
Uh, he, he underthrew McLean Mannix a little bit on that wide open play, but he was still able to score. Um, they were able to run the ball. So it felt like Baylor's game plan in the second half was to just not let Tech have the ball. And I think you saw that play out when they had something like 20, 20 minutes of possession. Um, you gave up 180 rushing yards in the day, which you know is a little disappointing, but only three and a half yards per carry. Uh, Baylor ran the ball 50 times today. Um, so like your your rush your rush defense was not terrible, even though you gave up 180 yards. Um, your pass defense, I think that's been your, your biggest weakness this year. Um. Because you, you do, you have seen times when your defense has, has been able to hold them uh, on the ground. And then you get a third and long, uh, and a conversion because it's just wide open spaces. Um, Shapen, uh, Blake Shapen, the, the first time starter for Baylor went 20 of 34 for 250 yards, two touchdowns. Um, Tristan Ebner, their, their running back was a, was their leading receiver with 118 yards. Uh, and then Estrada, Thornton, Smith, Smith, Sims, they all had, you know, less than 40 yards a piece. You just couldn't cover Ebner. Um, so I, I don't know. Like I, I, it's hard for me to say like your, your, your defense is bad, but also, I mean, your, your past defense for sure has been bad. Uh, what did you think about the defense state, Michael? Yeah, they, I forgot. Am I still muted? I'm muted because I've had to clear my throat. You still hear me? <laughs> You're good. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I felt they, they did fine. Um, but man, just those last couple of drives, that fourth down where they Baylor, I think it was Baylor's third conversion of the day. And on the end of that drive, they ended up going up 27-24. Um, and that was also on a third and goal. And I, f- I forget where that play was. Uh, I, I know I'm kind of nitpicking, but man, it's just a kick in the pants to know that three out of four times, if there's a fourth down, Tech's going to give it up. Um, that's just kind of what they've been. They're 124th in the country right now in fourth down percentage at 75%. And that's exactly what they gave up today. They did three or four. I'm having trouble distancing myself from that, but you know, Schooler had some great plays. Jeffers had a, had a, you know, a a first down saving play on Shapen. looked like a clean hit. It looked like a really hard hit, Um, but it, it looked clean. He led with his shoulder and I think he did everything he was supposed to do he may have celebrated a little bit too much. He might, he probably realizes that later, but you know, Shapen did hop up and go back in after that. Uh, after Baylor converse <laughs> converted on the fourth down following that. So anyway, it's just a, a lot of good and a lot of kind of inopportune bad to beat a team like Baylor. You can't have those things happen. And like you said, you know, you pointed out the, the fumbles on offense, you know, giving up the ball when Smith was blindsided, uh, for whatever reason, Xavier White didn't just even, didn't, he didn't even touch him. He just, you know, didn't even say hi to him. Didn't even make eye, eye contact with the guy that caused that fumble. So between that and I, I guess it was Thompson on that first one, um, which it was interesting to me. I, I mean, he I was, picked up 12 yards. <laughs> well, he was done. I mean, he, he never, I don't know if he, 
I know he didn't get another carry, but uh, he may have played some more snaps. I'm not sure. But, man, that was interesting to just yank him after. I, I, I wonder if there's something more to it than, oh, you fumbled on the first your first time to touch the ball, so we're going to pull you out for the rest of the game. I thought that was a little bit bold, uh, to say the least. But, yeah, the, the defense, they, they kind of like last week. You know, if you allow a team to only score 20. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Seven, you in theory should have a good chance to win the game. And of course, Tech did have a chance to, to tie it at the end. I have, I have lost zero love for my man, Jonathan Garibay. He's still all day Garibay to me. I'm going to blame the announcer jinx because he made sure to mention that he was perfect on the year right before his possible last kick of the regular season of this year. The announcer just had to mention that. Um, and he missed it so I'm going to blame it on that. Oh gosh. Yeah. It was 53 yarder and missed it by a, a foot or two just, just outside. Yeah. And those socks on those uh, uprights were just whipping. So the, the fact that he got that close, I was, He's, he's still my guy and I, I need to go buy that church's chicken sandwich just in honor of him. Just to, <laughs> it's got some kick, man. Yeah. Just to show that it's uh NIL works and he's, he's still, he's still my guy. So you, you finished season six and six, a, a little surprise. Um, well, I, I, I wouldn't say surprise. Uh, you definitely finished above where everybody had predicted Texas tech to finish, uh, with a four and a half win total. Um, you, you you won a game after you fired a coach. Um, you had a shot to win this game. Um, I'm not down on the team. I'm not really down on the performance. Yeah, like I would have loved to see the win here. Uh, going into the game, I thought you were going to lose this game a lot worse than, than it happened. Than it was. Um, you had a shot there against a top ten team at their place. Um, yeah. You didn't look terrible playing today. Like you had, you had moments where like Xavier White missing that, that block or, um, just, you know, like you just had like little, little tiny moments, but like it wasn't, it was a far cry from what you saw last week and I, nothing was working. 
Um, yes, there were, like I said, just moments that you were, you were frustrated and you wish you could have back. Uh, but everybody has that in every game. Um, so fr- from here on out, I guess it's going to be bowl prep and predictions. I heard you guys on the, on the pregame show talking about uh, going out west to the guaranteed rate bowl, whatever it's called <laughs> in, in Arizona. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's kind of where we settled just because geographically that makes sense, but who knows? It's, it seems like it's between that or the Liberty bowl and Memphis. Those are the, the two that seem to really, um, you know, be on everybody's list. Yeah. Um, and like, I'm, I'm, I'm still really excited about having Sonny Cumbie as your offensive corner. You only ran 52 plays today. Uh, and you picked up 386 yards uh, and 24 points, whereas Baylor ran, let's see real quick. Um, they ran 84 plays and picked up, you know, 430. So they ran 30 more plays than you did and picked up 50 more yards. Uh, yeah, those. It's not that they have like an explosive offense yet. They've been really efficient and effective. Um, you know, all season and, and they were able to, to, like I said, pick up three and a half yards per carry, but they, they ran the ball 50 times. Uh, you wish your, your pass defense was a little more stout to give up, you know, 250 yards to a first time starter. But I mean, Cumbie's offense was not the issue today. I'm, like I said, I'm still really excited to have him back, uh, not only for the offense that we'll see next year going forward, but just for the relationships he's built on the team. That will, you know, hopefully be able to, to retain some of the talent that's there, um, and be able to continue to build instead of having to, to restart or look to, to, to reload or anything going into 22. Yeah. I, I think if, if given the chance, Cumbie would be all about what the had mentioned, which is the complimentary football, which is really what Baylor does. And, and they, they've, it's kind of been their brand even through a few coaching changes in, just to kind of go on that point again that you mentioned today, the the time of possession was just completely in their favor, but it, it came on some really sustained drives. Um, you know, it, they had five drives of 10 plays or more. They had a 16 play and a 17 play drive back to back. One ended up in a field goal that would, that actually missed, but the other was the, you know, the only one that they made in the second half where Tex only drive of 10 plays or more was their last one when they had a minute and 18 to try to get in a field goal position. That was the only time they ran 10 plays on a, on a drive all day. So just sure, you know, the longer play ones they had, they had a couple of nine play drives that wound up, had some big chunk plays to get a a touchdown. Um, You're not going to turn those away too much, but to be able to do what Baylor did, um, especially in that second half where it was just so lopsided where tech was barely seeing the ball um, that you just can't, it's really hard to win a game that way. And, and maybe that's what we'll see more of with uh, the McGuire and Cumbie combo, which I'm sure Cumbie would have tried to do that today. If, you know, if, if he'd been playing with the lead, it might've been slightly different, but he was down two scores most of the game. Yeah. Uh, and, and then, I guess along with that, uh, you know, we saw through the, the interview that McGuire did with the Dallas radio station that, you know, we're, we're, we're hoping to start hearing some, some staff, uh, and staff announcements as early as Monday. 
as teams are wrapping up their season uh, today and this weekend. Obviously, we do know that Cumbie will be retained and he'll, he'll, he'll remain on as the offensive coordinator. Um, and then he mentioned some guys that are, you know, coaching in and their, their, their conference title games. Um, and then, you know, they're the guys that I'm, I'm most interested in is obviously going to be the, the, the defensive coordinator. Uh, a couple of names that has been linked to that has been Jim Knowles actually at Oklahoma State, uh, which I would love to have Patrick Tony at, uh, Louisiana under Napier and then um, gosh, who was that third one from Tulsa? Oh, I'm not going to be any help on this. Sorry. <laughs> Anyways. So one, I, I'm just excited to see the staff that McGuire has pulled together. Cause it sounds like he's got it in place. We're just waiting for the season to be over so we can start making the announcements and start making the changes. Um, you know, I, I don't want to, to, to poo poo too much on the staff that has been here, but just like I said, excited for, for, for the new, uh, I wouldn't really expect much of the defensive staff to come back and be retained. Um, I w- would be a little surprised if, if Cumbie doesn't retain at least a couple of guys on offense, but I guess that's up to him and McGuire to work out. Um, obviously I, I'd be really happy with uh, DeAndre Smith and Joel Falani staying on and then getting a new inside receivers coach uh, and a new offensive line coach, but that's not up to me. So, um, Michael, you have any final thoughts for the game for the, the regular season as we wrap this up today? You know, not really. I'll probably have more thoughts on the final season or the you know the regular season next during we do our episode. I'd kind of like to go through our predictions and see how close we were or not. I think I had Tech going seven and five. And I may have had them winning this game, but that's because I had no inkling of Baylor being a 10 win team it, that did not cross my mind at all. It made, you know, I think I took the under, I really underestimated them, underestimated them preseason. So, you know, going into trying to talk to my August self, I think I should be pretty happy or at least okay with how things turned out, especially with the coaching change involved and uh, able to get that, uh, that big win against Iowa state to go to a bowl game. So, I mean, yeah, I'll probably have more to say on the overall season when we record on Tuesday, but I mean, this, this Baylor game was just a slog. It was, it was tough, man. And and I went back and looked on the third and fourth quarter. They're almost identical. Baylor had the ball 11, minutes and 30 seconds in the third quarter and the fourth quarter. Good tech had it. Yeah. Tech had it for three thirty in each quarter. So that's just, that's a, that's a good recipe to, to win a football game with a backup quarterback. Um, if, if you've got a lead for sure. Yeah. And, and, you know, going back to our, our August predictions, I, uh, brazenly said that Texas Tech was going to win eight games. You know, I'm not, yes, I'm not did. too, I'm not too upset with that because I think you should have won the Kansas State game and you definitely had a chance to win today and there, and there for your two wins. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll definitely do a, a regular season wrap up, uh, with more of the stats and predictions in our regular episode this upcoming week on Tuesday. Um, but for now, Texas Tech finished the season six and six. Uh, Matt Wells has been gone for a couple of weeks. Joe McGuire's in, in place. The new staff we should have pretty well ready to go over in our next episode on Tuesday. Uh, 
Um, but for today, that'll do it. Texas Tech loses 27-24. Um, for Michael, I'm Spencer. We'll catch you guys next time. Thank you for listening to the 23 Personnel Podcast and sharing our fandom for the Texas Tech Red Raiders. You can connect with us on Twitter at 23Personnel, Spencer at PuntSuck, and Michael at Michael underscore LBK. And find even more great content over on stakingtheplanes.com. Help us out by rating the show and leaving a review on iTunes and subscribe on whatever channel you listen to podcasts. Remember to tell your friends about the show. The guys will be back next week with another episode. And until then, guns up and let the tortillas fly.